Hey everyone, welcome to My Story Podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope today's show makes you smile and points you to Jesus. He is so good. Partway through today's episode, I share three things I'm loving right now. I'll put links in the show notes for things we talk about today. Also, stay tuned to the end where I share verse of the day that's really been encouraging me. Uh, Kelly, thanks for agreeing to chat with me on the podcast. This is so much fun. It's fun for me, too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So for those of you who don't know you, could you just kind of explain a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I can start into my testimony if you're okay with that. that's awesome, yeah. All right, I'll give you the whole rundown. Okay. uh, (laughs) I was born in uh, Brantford, Ontario which is the home of Wayne Gretzky. We are all very proud of that fact. I was raised in a home that was rooted in missions. Um, I come from a very small, immediate family, just with one older sister. Um, My mom was born on the mission field in Haiti, and my grandparents were missionaries in Haiti and Trinidad for about 25 years. And when I was about 10 years old, uh, my grandparents came to live with my family and I, Mm -hmm. and we had a granny suite for them in our basement. Mm -hmm. So some of my fondest memories growing up were just going down to their granny suite um, after school and spending time with them and hearing stories about their life Mm -hmm. on the mission field and their adventures, uh, planting churches in some of these Mm -hmm. remote areas of Haiti. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like, oh my goodness, wow, this is like uh, an Indiana Jones kind of adventure story. And I just really couldn't get enough of it. Uh Um, But as time went on, and I finished high school. I was definitely, I would say, one of those people that didn't really know what she wanted to do uh, mm-hmm. as far as a profession is concerned. And it just seemed like all of my friends knew what they wanted to do, like mm-hmm. being a, a nurse or a teacher mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I just had no idea at all. I just knew that uh, I wanted to help people, but I had no idea uh, what that would uh, what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember talking to my parents and my grandparents about it, and uh, my grandparents, who were grads of Briarcross Bible College in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. um, suggested going to Bible College for a year, and they just kind of saw it as a way that it would give me time to figure out. Uh, what my next step might be, and uh, get to know the Lord a little Mm -hmm. bit while I was at it. And uh, so I checked out a number of different colleges in the area, like here in Ontario, and none of them quite seemed to be where the Lord wanted me to be. Um, I would go to the weekends of welcome and uh, go to the classes and eat the food and sleep on the dorm floors. And uh, I just couldn't quite bring myself to the point of filling out um, any of those applications uh, mm. to the schools and uh, couldn't really wrap my brain around why mm. that wasn't not becoming clear uh, but being former grads of Briarcrest uh, my grandparents used to get the letters uh, from the school and uh, despite being a homebody myself mm. um, there was just always something about that school that intrigued me, and uh, so I convinced my parents to drive with me to, to Saskatchewan uh, one weekend uh, before I graduated from high school just to visit the school, wow. and uh, they picked me up from school one Friday, and we 
drove through the night and I had an appointment uh, with the leadership of the college uh, on uh, the Saturday at 1 p.m. And they gave me a tour of the school and I just had this real sense uh, right from that moment that at least for the next year uh, that that was where the Lord wanted me to be. And so just, yeah, from the time I stepped onto that campus, I just had a real peace about it. And uh, so I signed up for one year of college into the missions program, not necessarily because I thought it was going to be a missionary at all, mm-hmm. um, but because that's what I had grown up learning about and what I had gained a heart for mm-hmm. uh, through my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, and as often happens when you're in college, I ended up having so much fun uh, that one year turned into four. Wow. And <laughs> I was, <laughs> I don't know if you can relate to that at all. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just a tad. (laughs) But I was having so much fun that I forgot to change my major, right? Uh, So, uh, funnily enough, but anyways, I just enjoyed the people that I was with so much. And uh, my faculty advisor came to me one day and he's like, you know, Kelly, because you're in the missions program, uh, you, in order to graduate, you're going to have to end up doing an an internship overseas. Mm. So... Like long story short, I was invited uh, with a team of students from my from Bible College uh, to go to Briarcrest, uh, or sorry, to go to Brazil for uh, five weeks in the summer of '99. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really during that time that uh, we were involved in a lot of different things, like mm-hmm. church ministry and work in prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was really like during only a couple of days uh, while we were in Brazil that we spent uh, a short time on the streets with the street kids. Mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling like, oh, my goodness, you know, like Mm -hmm. I am in the middle of a world vision commercial here Mm -hmm. and like somebody has got to do something to help these kids. Right. Mm -hmm. It was just like so shocking for me. It was really like the first time I had been overseas and and, Mm -hmm. uh, God really used that to just open my eyes to the Mm -hmm. needs uh, for people. Uh, overseas and mm-hmm. just that they you know needed help in general but also they needed to know about his love mm-hmm. and uh, but I was born with cerebral palsy so I like never really imagined myself as mm-hmm. being the type of person uh, that God would use overseas mm-hmm. I just thought like naturally Lord like there's so many more physically capable people you could mm-hmm. choose right and so mm-hmm. I thought I'd be supporting them rather than going myself, but Mm. uh, God had other plans. Mm. So, um, and in my last two years of college, I just could not get the street kids off my mind. And Mm. I just remember like sitting in class and not, this is really bad, but not being able to (laughs) concentrate on what the professor was saying. And uh, just my mind uh, would constantly go back to like, I wonder who's with the street kids and, you know, are they getting the meals that they need and the care that they need? And it was just a real burden on my heart. And um, I think it never really left my mind. And I thought like, okay, God, like, what are you doing here? And I would say probably for like a good year and a half, I had a battle with the Lord and just yeah. saying like, you know, like, what are you doing? I mean, I have cerebral palsy yeah. and I'm uh, just kind of trying to wrap my brain around uh, that. And I just, you know, it got to the point where I said, Lord, like, 
it was just so strong uh, over this. It got to be stronger and stronger. And I just mm-hmm. uh, said to the Lord, like, okay, God, if you want me to return, mm-hmm. you're going to have to um, set me up with the right mission agency. And mm-hmm. God in his wisdom and kindness and gentleness mm-hmm. and sovereignty, right? Mm-hmm. Like he knows us so well that uh and all the fears that i had about talking to mission agencies like how do you choose there's so many good ones right and uh god used a good girlfriend of mine actually to Mm -hmm. steer me in the direction of cross world she was also considering Mm -hmm. uh returning in some way to missions and as i said like i had so many fears about Mm -hmm. i don't like i don't know if i have what it takes and uh, she just said like you know sit down and talk to Crossworld, like, um, just, you know, um, they're just low key and no pressure Mm -hmm. and, uh, just tell them what's in your heart and, Mm -hmm. and see what happens from it. And so I, uh, funnily enough, like I went to them with an actual list of all these reasons, (laughs) like why I was nervous or why I wouldn't be a good missionary. Right. Like, yeah so funny like yeah. I'm shy and I'm nervous about raising support like yeah. I don't enjoy like standing up in front of people and yeah. I like to be kind of more of a behind the scenes type of a person yeah. and uh and I'm like all this stuff right uh yeah. there was like six or seven things yeah. and I'm like oh by the way I have a disability like yeah. is that a problem for you <laughs> and yeah. I'm thinking okay like that's gonna be the kicker right. they're you know yeah. and they're like no you know yeah. they said like it's if um if your disability isn't a problem for you then it's mm-hmm. not a problem for us and we're happy to work with you and mm-hmm. so it was like oh my goodness like that's not what i expected yeah. <laughs> and so like every single thing that i thought would be a roadblock mm-hmm. the lord just used them to say like no problem you know yeah. we will walk with you through those things and uh and just go with you through the journey and yeah. like help to prepare you. Yeah. And, uh, so like long story short, I joined Crossworld in 2001 hmm. and I ended up serving um, in Brazil with the street kids in a, a recuperation project, like hmm. helping kids come off the streets and out of situations of drug abuse and addiction hmm. and gang involvement. Um, from 2003 to 2013 and uh which is like absolutely amazing to me um like if you had told this girl with cerebral palsy at the beginning you know of her time in college and just life in general that I would end up you know serving the Lord overseas for 10 years I would have thought like are you crazy (laughs) like I don't consider myself um you know that type of person that the Lord um, but, you know, I just want to, like, encourage people who might listen to um, just this podcast mm-hmm. and, like, even if you consider yourself, like, the least likely type of person that God can use. I mean, mm-hmm. don't, right? And, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, it's, I hope it's an encouragement and it can be, in some ways, like, just prove to people, like, if you have a willing heart, like, yeah. God can do so much um, in and for you and I think mm. in a lot of ways like I my story is, is proof of that and uh, mm. like also just some of the I'd love to share like a couple of uh, just encouraging verses or yeah. a light verse of mine and I hope it can encourage some people yeah. um, 
One of them is uh, Philippians 4, 6. Mm -hmm. It says, be anxious for nothing, uh, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, uh, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends mm -hmm. all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, God, like, has our lives and our stories, mm -hmm. like, firmly in his hands. And, I mean, the only thing, and sometimes the hardest thing to do is trust him, but it's it's just such a comfort to know that he's walking with us every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And I love also, like, Second Corinthians uh uh, 12, 9, and 10 is a light mm. verse for me, uh, and it's, my grace is sufficient for you, mm. for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Uh, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. Um, mm. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And mm. I honestly, um, like God's shown me with his own hands that, mm. uh, you know, even if there's, something in our lives like often we have things that we were thinking like oh god can't use that or mm. i mean i'm you know we even have, sometimes have things that we're ashamed of mm. and we want to hide but i think god delights in taking those things and making them um you know just beautiful in mm. his in his own way and in his own time and using them for his glory because he can show his strength so so perfectly through them right yeah. and then yeah um Another one for me uh, is Ephesians 3.20, like to him who is able to do mm. infinitely and immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine, um, mm. according to his power that is at work within us. And I just mm. think like, man, <laughs> mm. I, I just, you know, and even for, I mean, I was on the field in Brazil for, for 10 years. And now um, for the past seven years, I've had the opportunity of, working as a mobilizer, just mm -hmm. walking alongside people who have, you know, they're just curious about missions and mm -hmm. uh, wondering if that's something that God might have for them. And yeah. having gone through that whole journey myself and it, like from the start of not believing or understanding that I could be someone that God could use yeah. overseas and now having the privilege of walking people um, through and encouraging them in the Lord as they're, yeah. you know, coming to terms with a lot of those things. It's just, in yeah. so many ways it's been like full circle for me and yeah. it's just an incredible privilege like it's uh, been such a blessing so yeah wow. <laughs> Aww. thanks for sharing wow yeah I it's amazing like how God has led you and taken someone who was so fearful and and insecure you know yeah. like just in herself and how he led you. The first thing I'm loving right now is orange juice. Okay, someone brought me a carton the other day and let me just tell you, it was the most refreshing thing. I know I'm super late to the game, but orange juice is where it's at. I'm also loving a book called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. He talks about who Jesus really is and it's like balm to my soul. Jesus is gentle, Jesus is near, and Jesus is better than I often dared to hope. Finally, I'm loving my little white Christmas lights. They make everything better. Now that you like work with people who are thinking about missions, you probably hear a lot of the same struggles that you had. Yeah. People are fearful or insecure or not knowing where God is leading them. 
what do you say to encourage them or what would you say to someone to encourage them to trust the Lord and to know his leading? Yeah, there's, there's a number of different things that you can say, but, um, I mean, this, this almost doesn't sound spiritual at all, (laughs) but, um, you know, that God is in it. And one of the things that sticks in my mind when I look back at my own journey and you sometimes think that it's going to be like this big lightning bolt Mm. experience, like God is going to verbally tell me, like, I want you to go in this direction, but one thing that is so clear when I look back on my own journey and you often don't realize that it's happening and that he's directing you, but um, like through my grandparents and through, you know, even a letter inviting me to Brazil that Mm. one of my, uh, my faculty advisor gave me in college and my parents being willing to drive me out Mm. to Briarcrest and like all of these little details that, I had no idea what God was doing at the time, yeah. but he's so instrumental and so he doesn't waste anything. Yeah. So I would just encourage, you know, I've had people say to me before, like, I just, you know, I have this interest or this desire, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it's spiritual enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, when we love God and we live for him, yeah. it, it, I mean, we, everything is done for his glory. And even the things that we love and enjoy are, yeah. are part of the things that bring him uh, honor. And so I would just say to somebody like, don't try to over spiritualize it. Mm -hmm. Like God can use the things that you love, the things that you enjoy, the things that you're passionate about. And so don't, you know, don't overanalyze everything. Just expose yourself to opportunities. Like the best way to know if you have a interest, even just an interest in missions, get your feet wet and like, I mean, um, and obviously, I mean, the the other side of it is that the devil's going to try to do everything he can to, like, discourage you or make you feel inadequate yeah. or all of these things. So realize, too, that that's going to be a part of the factor mm-hmm. and, or part, like, it, you know, could be one of the struggles that come up for you mm-hmm. when you're trying to discover it. But, I mean, God, his hand is, when you're his child, his hand is upon you and he's mm-hmm. going to protect you through everything. But... Um, just, I mean, don't, uh, don't try to turn off your heart or your interests or try to Mm -hmm. over-spiritualize the process. Just Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to get involved, even if you don't feel like you have what it takes. Like that's when God can truly show up. Yeah. And, uh, and we don't, we often don't realize when he's working. And I can say that in my own life. Like I had no idea that he was leading me to this point. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, it's just, it is a beautiful journey of just like, in so many ways, we are just along for the ride. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like when we love the Lord and we're just willing to just to walk with him and and trust him. But I think that's part of the beauty of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I can sense in myself a fear of missing God's will of like, Like when I hear stories like your story or other missionaries or other just Christians sharing, I, I think I have a lot of insecurity myself of like, oh, you think we can miss God's will? (laughs) I think I know the answer, but. (laughs) I would say like, I mean, if your heart is for the Lord, yeah. 
he loves and protects you and guides you. And I'm not saying like it, ha- you know, there's no perfect way that we can strive for, uh, toward the Lord or, you know, it's not like we can do our devotions perfectly every yeah. day. And, and like, that's the only way that yeah. he's going to guide us. I mean, when he knows that our hearts belong to him, yeah. um, even if it's not perfect, like none of our journeys with the Lord are perfect. Right. Uh, when he knows that our hearts belong to him, we can't fall out of his will. In Psalm 139, it talks about how he uh, hems us in from behind and before, and he watches us when we sleep and all of these things, you know, and I just feel like when God loves us that much and when we, in our own human frailty, like um, just reciprocate even the littlest little bit to the best of our ability, like I don't think we can, um, you know, I think uh, there are a number of options ministry-wise that could honor him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah, Mm -hmm. cool. Wow. So do you still struggle with insecurity? Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh How do you fight that? One of the main ways that the the devil tries to discourage me is – just in my thoughts or my mm-hmm. feelings, yeah. um, like just you know, yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah, like these thoughts of accusation, yeah. like oh, you can't do that, or it's gonna, you know, it's not gonna go well, or yeah. the Lord just is is faithful, and mm-hmm. I feel like the most powerful thing, and it's mm-hmm. keep going, yeah. <laughs> like just fight through it and yeah. keep going, and and you may not feel like what you did. Um, is mm. you know the greatest most mm. uh, beautiful thing that you mm. imagined or maybe you're involved in something and it didn't go as well as you had hoped but mm. you still the most important thing is that you don't um don't let the devil win yeah. right and you fight through the things that you're yeah you that are a challenge for you yeah. and i like yeah. I don't have, I would say I don't have a magical formula, and yeah. I'm probably going to struggle with the same thing again tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. Um, just keep going, you yeah. know, because yeah. uh, the devil wants you to stop, and he's yeah. going to try to do whatever he can to to uh, to not have you go forward and honor God to the best of your ability. If you could spend a day anywhere doing anything with anyone, and money wasn't a hindrance, what would you do? This is. Great. <laughs> These are great questions. I feel like this. I sort of feel partially like I have to give like the Miss America answer. Like I want to end world hunger. Oh. <laughs> no, but, uh, no. Um, no. But actually, when I think about it, like travel mm. and other cultures have always always been like a huge love of mine. Mm. And uh, like on the personal side, um, there are a few places that I would like to visit. Yeah. Um, not only with family and friends, but I think especially I would love to be able to do something like that with those who haven't been able to travel mm-hmm. before, or wouldn't have the means uh, to experience that. And I would love to see things through their eyes, like huh. just being able to bless them with something like that. Yeah. Um, personally, for me, I think there's a few places on my bucket list, but I would say the main uh, one for me would be going to Israel. I haven't been mm. able to do that yet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just think it would be so amazing to be able to walk like where Jesus walked and uh, just to see the Bible come alive for me. Yeah. And I just feel like it would be 
so good for my relationship with him. And yeah. I kind of partially think that I would be like uh, just both in awe and crying my eyes out yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wow. it would just be such an awesome experience. I yeah. um, just to be able to like just because like travel and other cultures are such a big love of mine but then yeah. you know being able to um just see where you know the bible took place yeah <laughs> is, yeah it would be such an amazing thing so yeah wow i would say that'd be my answer for that one if you could have coffee with three people alive or dead who would you meet i mean i feel like i might have to cheat a little bit with this answer okay. because I'm like, it's hard i mean i'm not going to take up all your time but it's hard to narrow it down I think mm. for I was thinking you know about it and like as far as bible characters I mm. have to double up on that one okay <laughs> um uh one like one of the main ones that came to my mind was Mary mm. uh like I mean I would love to um I'm but both like just really encouraged and deeply challenged I think by mm. her heart of surrender to the Lord um mm. just in light of what he chose her for and mm. what he entrusted to her. Mm. And I would just love to meet her and yeah. uh, know like what she was really like and just give her a hug yeah. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, figure out what it was, what it was about her that made God yeah. choose her. And yeah. I mean, I think we can talk, we talk a lot about her as Christians, but man, yeah. I would love to have coffee with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. Uh, probably a second Bible character for me is um, Moses. Mm. Um, I I love that, you know, although he had an incredible story and an incredible role in the Bible, I feel like there's so much uh, about Moses' mm. personality that I can relate to. Mm. Like we were talking earlier about insecurities yeah. and, uh, you know, he was another one where he felt like he didn't have the strength like to lead the Israelites or you know do what God um had asked him to do or he's like I don't know if I have the words or um you know and there's then I can so relate to that <laughs> so um that would be another one um on the personal side I um talked a little earlier about my grandparents and how uh, God used them so much in my own story, and uh, um, I've been blessed with amazing grandparents on both my mom's side and my dad's side. Um, and my grandma on my mom's side, who was the uh, one half of the missionary mm -hmm. couple, um, she had a chance to see the first part of my missionary like journey to Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I would just, you know, I don't think you realize. Um, how precious people are to you until that you don't have them anymore. Yeah. And so I would love to just be able to like sit with her and give yeah. her a hug and just yeah. get some more words of godly wisdom yeah. <laughs> from my grandparents. Yeah. Um, so that would be another one. Um, probably yeah. if I'm thinking about this on the side of fun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have tea with the queen of England. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've always, but mm. I just, there's, a, I love the royal family. Yes. Yeah. Um, but really when I think about like the queen, um, she has, you know, had such an incredible life and mm. such an incredible role. And yeah. I think she's gone through like so many challenges and yet yeah. she's shown like such strength and consistency. And yeah. like there's part, I'm like, I can't imagine what it would be. Let's say anything salty. Okay. Like I love 
chips or anything with salt, which yeah. is also bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, even more than salt, I love hot sauce. Ooh. So anything with anything like spicy and salty, yeah. I am up for it for sure. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I like to be 94 and not be able to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> what is your go-to beverage and snack? That is a really good question. I love coffee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when I the funny thing about it is when I first went to Brazil, which is like one of the lands of coffee, yeah. I was like, uh, oh my goodness, like I had you know, growing up, I'm like, coffee contaminates you, I can't drink Aww. it. And then so when I, I went to Brazil, not having had any coffee, mm. hardly whatsoever, yeah. and I figured out within two months, two weeks of like being there, I'm like, this is not going to work because oh. they all offer it to you all the time and I didn't want to be yeah. offensive. <laughs> so now I love coffee and I can't live without it, but, so that's my beverage of choice. What are you reading right now? I am part of a small group um, at church right now, yeah. and we are working through a book by Stormy Omardian called mm. Just Enough Light for the Step That I'm On. I don't huh. know if you've heard of it before. I've heard of her. I've never heard of that book. It's the first one I've read by her, okay. too, but it's just, uh, it's so good. Uh, it focuses a lot on just trusting God and uh, the fact that he's with you through like the challenges of life and the ups and downs and uh, that it uh, challenges me in a lot of ways, like not to only trust God with my everyday, uh, but with, you know, with my future as well. Mm -hmm. If you could be famous for one thing, what would it be? Just helping people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so broad. <laughs> but um, I just, you know, when you think about the type of like legacy or the thing that you want people to remember you for yeah. I think just that they would you know first and foremost like that they would know I love the Lord to the yeah. best of my ability but I just love helping people it's so it's so simple yeah but, uh, but and I mean the great thing about God is that it can take on so many different forms and if you could have a soundtrack to your life what song would you choose there is a song by Stephen Curtis Chapman mm. called Speechless. I love the some of the words. Mm. I love all the words in that song. But yeah. um, they, I'll just uh, share some of them with you. Yeah. It says, I'm speechless. I can. It's like he's talking to the Lord, yeah. right? And just praising him. But it says, I'm speechless. I can only stand amazed. I'm silenced by your wondrous grace. You have saved me and you have raised me from the grave. And I just think like, mm. man, when I think about my life so far and everything that God has done, like mm. there have definitely been, you know, we all have those moments, I think, as human beings mm. where we're like, God, I don't like where you have me right mm. now or I'm frustrated or I don't know why you're doing this or not allowing this or whatever, yeah. right? But when you step back and you just think like all that the Lord has taken us through or taken mm -hmm. me through and, and all that he's protected us yeah. from and allowed us to be involved in. I'm like, I really can't think of another song that mm. like, you know, encompasses uh, what would be like kind of a song of gratitude to, to the Lord. Like, yeah. and uh, probably in some ways, like the perfect soundtrack to my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's been so encouraging to talk to you and 
yeah, it's just amazing how God is so faithful and it encourages other people to hear your story about how God has been faithful to you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Felicia. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, such a joy to talk to you. Likewise. Thank you. Yeah. After hearing Kelly's story, today's verses were a no-brainer. Ephesians 3, 20-21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Remember, there will be links in the show notes for things mentioned today. I hope this show pointed you to Jesus, our hope. He loves you. And if you want to know more about him, I'd love to connect with you. Until next time.